Please be advised, this recording does contain mature subject matter. You may find some words, phrases, and inferences that may trigger you, so please be advised and be warned. Hey everybody, Dungeon Master Academy here with another podcast for you. Today we're going to have a little bit of fun. Um, we're going to do a book review. Um, this will be a source book review on one of the major books. Uh, happens to be one of my favorites. And once again, you guys pretty much know my style of book review. Um, I'm mostly looking for books that have a wide variety of content that can influence and affect the entirety of your game, however you're running it. Um, this is obviously more specific to D&D um, within the 5e framework um, as it's going to be one of their books. However, as always, you know, content of a book is content of a book. Um, sure, the stat blocks and stat information has been constructed in the method of the 5e framework. But if you see something you like and it looks really cool, take it. Use it for your TTRPG, whatever it might be, whether it's, you know, um, ancient, medieval, pre-modern, post-modern, science fiction. I mean, how cool would it be to run a sci-fi RPG and all the player characters are sci-fi furbogs? Well, if you already have a framework for how you want to run that game, but you want some more lore on fur furbogs, then for me it's a no-brainer on a book right so the book that we're going to take a look at today um no real spoilers here as it's mostly a content source driven book to allow dms gms to enhance their game uh volo's guide to monsters now i did a previous review of monster manual um which is a very handy beastry for any dm or gm to have within the uh dungeons and dragons world whether you're playing an older edition or a modern version of it, the lore is always fun. The content's always fun. A lot of the stuff has been brought up into, you know, uh, more current content related to 5e, but it's reversible. You could take that content, run it in another form of your game if you choose to, add it to your existing framework of a game you're running. So as always, I you know I, I tend to focus on books that really kind of illuminate the, those kind of details. So one of the things I really like about Volo is there's a section called Character Races. They introduce a series of new races. Um, you have the Azimir, you have the Furbog, you have the Goliath. They do have the Kinku. Not a huge fan of that particular choice, but it's kind of fun um, with the whole mimicry and the way that that race has evolved. Um, and I have to correct myself i still refer to everything as lineage but i just you know because of the way it's in the book it automatically comes off that way it's really cool they got lizard folk in it tabaxi are a huge win for me um one of the more clever lineages i think that have been created in in quite some time um they have the triton i haven't had a lot of players go for the triton yet so i'm not overly familiar with their background but once again, you know, this is good content. It, it provides for the DMGM to give their players a lot more options for lineage builds. Um, so, you know, the first section is monster lore. 
Um, this is really cool because I've always thought that monster lore is a great way for DMs and GMs to be able to create their own homebrew content or expand on their existing content through the evolution of lore. Um, and that's one of the other reasons why I really like this Volo book is they do some really solid lore development that has helped me add a lot of content to quite a few of my games. Um, so in the monster lore section, there's the beholders, which super popular. Giants, gnolls, goblinoids, hags, kobolds, mind flayers, orcs, and the Yanti. Um, a lot of people now in homebrew worlds are running a lot of these um, uh, lore references as lineages now. You're more than open to doing if you want to, you know, stat block it out, create it as an option. I think that's an amazing idea. Um, I really love the orc lore. I think it they done a good job with it. So if you get the book, focus on that section. It's really fun. Uh, the gnolls by far are an amazing set of lore. Their chaoticness, their uh, tendency towards um, uh, you know, very violent behavior, but with a with a very specific specific reason behind it. Once again, you know, the lore is just amazing. So your first section is monster lore. Second section is the new character races or character lineages, as I like to refer to it. Um, there's a beastry section where all the stat blocks, descriptions, really good content, imagery is all sorted out for you on the, you know, the A through Z uh, sections. Uh, they have some appendices. Uh, they have an assorted beast appendice. They have a non-player character appendice. I'm going to, uh, and, and then a monster list. And what's really cool is in the non-player character appendice, they give you um, a stack of non-player character uh, references and and um, basically if you're struggling with developing an NPC I think this is an amazing way to kind of simplify something for you to use and quickly build up an NPC roster for your content um, there I mean it, it, there's a ton of content here but I'll, I'll pull out an example so you know the concept of an apprentice wizard they give you a stat block. They give you some basic information about it. And it's something that's pre-built, ready to go, linked at the spell descriptive level. So if you have an apprentice wizard suddenly becoming a value, you know, through your PC's use of your NPC, suddenly becomes a very valuable NPC. You already have some basics already built out for you to use that you can immediately go to. Um, and I think that's kind of important. Um, I would also say, like for me, for uh, recently, um, I created an oracle for one of my campaigns. Well, you know, I kind of did it off of the diviner, um, specialist wizard who who knows that knowledge is power. Um, but what I did is I, you know, you know, they built this in the Volo Guide as a mage type entity i created an oracle npc kind of off this but through the clerical um version of the spell stat but i liked how the diviner kind of influenced my thought about how to build something so a really cool section 
um i love the fact that once again you know this book just provides such a huge variety of content a breadth of lore lineages some new beasts um you know i'll give you an example of some of the new beasts that they provide in here uh there is a stack of new gnolls that they provide in here if you really are into using gnolls as your kind of traditional tribal uh bads within your open source world um they give you the gnoll flesh gnar the gnoll hunter the gnoll withering on top of you know the standard gnoll descriptions in the monster manual so you know they give you a whole bunch of orcs uh they have another really cool one i i tend to use a lot in here and i'll give you a breakdown of it under the w's they built a war priest um look if you're running a cult driven storyline this is an amazing stat block to build both up and down from and create your npc um, list from uh once again it's a small bit of content you can pull from the volo book Use it however you want to use in the development of your campaign. And as you guys know, the way I do my reviews, that's really what determines my influence on a book. So just a quick recap, the way Volo's Guide to Monsters is broken down. And the title's a little disserving. Um, yes, it's titled Volo's Guide to, Monster Guides to Monsters. But if you read up on the lore of Volo and have fun with the lore of Volo and then dive into the book as a reference material, there's so much more here. Between the monster lore, the character lineages, the beastry list, the appendices that they give you, and the really nice way that they detail everything out. So if you're a tactile person, um, wherever you can find this hard copy of the book, from your local shops, go there first, buy the book. If you're a digital DM like me, go to D&D Beyond. Um, get the digital copy, get it added to your bundle. You'll love the book, it has a lot to provide, a lot to offer. Um, I use it quite a bit myself. So if you can afford a cup of coffee, I wish I could sit around and drink it with you, but right now I cannot. But please go to our Dungeon Master Academy uh, Patreon, donate $2 a month so that we can continue to expand the studio. Everybody stay safe out there, and we will talk to you next time.